0: Hi everyone, this is Dr. Clark, and I will be walking you through some of the grammar in your textbook with this series of lectures. Uh, Today, with this first lecture, we are going to be going through the verbs on page two of fputi, of your textbook. Uh, So we'll just be covering some of the basic conjugation patterns that these verbs have as a quick refresher. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. The verbs we're going to cover are in section 1.1 on page 2 of fputi, of your textbook. And these are some very useful vocab words uh, to talk about your um, basic biography and especially if you're a student to talk about studying in school and going to college. You should know most of these verbs already and you should know all of the conjugation patterns that they have, but this will be a useful refresher because some of these verbs have interesting or unusual conjugations that you may want to review here. Most, uh, although not all, but most of the verbs on this list are listed as aspectual pairs. And remember that the convention is to list the imperfective first followed by the perfective. So anytime you see an aspectual pair, you should see the imperfective followed by the perfective. The first verb on our list is vibrat or vibrat plus the accusative. Vibrat выбрать means to choose. And you see it here as in to choose a major. выбрать специальность or выбрать факультет. And both вибрец and вибрец are first conjugation verbs. Uh, remember that Russian has two conjugations, first conjugation and second conjugation. First conjugation is more common, although we will also see many second conjugation verbs in this list of verbs. This aspectual pair follows the pattern of forming the perfective from the base verb, which is brat to take. Uh, so we add the prefix vy to brats, and we get вибрец. Uh, to form the perfective, and then we form the imperfective from the perfective by adding an extra syllable. This is a very common pattern. So we have brat to take, we add the prefix VY, vybrat, and we get uh, the perfective to choose, and then we need an imperfective, so we add an extra syllable, in this case E, which is very common, and we get vibirat. As I said, both of these are first conjugation and vibirat, the imperfective, is a very regular first conjugation, it's just like citat, so vibirayu, vibirayas, vibirayut. There's no mutation, no stress shift, um, no vowels popping up out of nowhere, it's extremely regular and predictable. Nothing unusual happens whatsoever. Vybretz, however, is different. Uh, first of all, note the stress. So whenever you form a perfective verb by adding the prefix vy, that vy is always going to take stress. And if you have an aspectual pair with the prefix vy, the imperfective will never have stress on the prefix and the perfective will always have stress on the prefix. So we see that here. The imperfective vibratz has the stress on the final syllable on a, whereas the perfective vibretz has stress on the e. And when this happens, the stress remains fixed on the e in the prefix all throughout the paradigm. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Another thing to keep in mind is that all bratz verbs conjugate the same, and so vibretz conjugates just like bratz, except. Uh, that you have the prefix voi. So with these brats verbs, a yeah pops up when you add the conjugation, the non-past conjugation. So we have viberu, viberish, viberit, viberim, viberitia, viberut, vibral, vibrala, vibrala, vibrali, for the non-past and the past. And notice again the stress remains fixed on the voi all throughout the paradigm. The next verb on our list is interesovat, which also takes the accusative. It also takes a direct object. And here we just have the imperfective. Uh, There's also a perfective form, but it's not used as often, and we're not going to worry about it right now. Interesovat is an ovajewa verb, just like savjetovat, tansovat, risovat, and so on and so forth. The thing to remember about using interesovat, which means to be interesting, is that the thing that is interesting is the subject, and the person who is interested is the direct object of the verb. So, I am interested in Russian, but literally, Russian interests me. jazyki. I am interested in foreign languages, but literally, foreign languages interest me. Notice that in both phrases, minya is in the accusative, it's the direct object of the verb, even though it comes first in the sentence. And then, русский язык or иностранные языки is the subject. It's in the nominative and it's the subject, even though it's the last phrase in the sentence. And also notice that the verb matches русский язык or иностранные языки. So, with Ruski as the subject, it's third-person singular, and with inastranlya Yaziki as the subject, it's third-person plural. And интересоваться is almost always going to be used in the third person because it's normally something or possibly someone that interests you. So, it's almost always going to be in the form of interesuyet or interesuyut. Uh, note the shift of stress to the U in the non-past form, So in the infinitive, we have interesavats, with a stress on that a, and then when we conjugate it into the non past form, that stress is going to shift one space to the left. It's going to shift one syllable towards the beginning of the verb, and it's going to fall on the u. Next we have akanchivats akonshits, which is also a transitive verb that takes a direct object, so it takes the accusative. And this aspectual pair is also formed by using the base verb, to form the perfective by adding a prefix, in this case, o. And then we add a syllable to form the imperfective, and we also get this o turning into a, which is another common thing that happens when you do this. And another way that the two verbs in the aspectual pair are differentiated is that the imperfective, akonshivats is first conjugation, and the perfective, akonshits, is second conjugation. And this is also a very common pattern that we'll see in several of the verbs in this list. And as is often the case, um, the imperfective, which has this added syllable, To form it is then an extremely regular verb. There are no surprises. It conjugates just like chitats. So akanshivayo, akanshivayesh, akanshivayot. There are no mutations, no stress shift, nothing like that. Akonchits is also very regular. It's second conjugation. Uh, It also doesn't have a stress shift or anything like that. So akonshu, akonshish, akonshit, akonshim, akonshitia, akonshit. Uh, but note the effect of the eight letter spelling rule in the ya and any forms, which is something you get with second conjugation verbs. So normally, the vowel in the ya form is you, and the vowel in the any form is ya. But because we have ch, because the stem ends in ch, we can't add you or ya. We have to add u and a, which is why we write akonchu and akonshat with an u and an a. The next pair of verbs, padavat, padat, is a little more challenging. Like the previous verbs we've seen here, it is a transitive verb and it takes the direct object, so it takes the accusative, so that's straightforward enough. And we use it here with zayavljenia or zayavka to mean to submit an application or to apply to something. However, the tricky part is that this is part of the davat, dotz family of verbs and it follows the conjugation rules for that particular family of verbs. So let's start with padavats. Padavats is an Ava verb, just like Davats or Fstavats or uznavatz or something like that. And if you remember, with Ava verbs, we drop the Va and we add a stressed first conjugation ending. So, ya ty my However, in the past tense, the ava remains, so we get on Он podaval, подавал, она подавала, они And then padats is even more tricky. It is a dats verb, and the dats verbs are one of the few truly irregular classes of verbs in Russian. As you'll see when we go through the conjugation, so it's ya padam, ti padash, on padast, my padadim, vi padaditje, они padadut. So that's just weird. It's weird on so many levels. Uh, the more you look at it, the weirder it is. Uh, but that is how dots verbs conjugate. And then in the past tense, it has a stress shift. So, like many of the shorter verbs, the stress shifts onto the ending in the anā form in the past, so anā padālā. Our next aspectual pair is paluchats poluchits to receive or to get, and it is also a transitive verb that takes the accusative case. And this aspectual pair has this very common pattern of the imperfective verb being in the first conjugation and the perfective verb being in the second conjugation. And once again, the first conjugation imperfective verb is completely regular and unsurprising. Uh, there's no stress shift, no mutation of any sort. It's just like chitats, So, ya получаю, ты получаешь, ani Получить is also regular in that it follows a regular pattern, but it has this pattern of shifting stress. So ya получу, the stress remains on the end, just as it is in the infinitive or the past tense. But then in all the other non-past forms, the stress shifts one syllable to the front. So ты получишь, она получит, мы получим, вы получите, они получат. And note, once again, uh, we have the eight-letter spelling rule in effect. So because the stem ends in CH, we can't add u or YA, so we write OO and A in the YA and any forms. The next aspectual pair is slightly more complicated, although still quite straightforward. PASTUPATS, uh, postupits plus VA or NA plus the accusative, meaning to apply to somewhere or to get into somewhere and we have this thing that we see with some aspectual pairs where the imperfective suggests attempt like to apply in this case and the perfective suggests success to get into and postupats postupits is technically a verb of motion so it is an intransitive verb but we can say where you applied to or where you got into by using va or na as appropriate, plus the accusative case. And once again, uh, we see that the imperfective is first conjugation, and the perfective is second conjugation. And they are both completely regular. The imperfective, as usual, is more straightforward. Uh, so it is again just like читать. So ya поступаю, ты поступаешь, они поступают. The perfective is regular, but it has some changes uh, that you have to keep in mind. So there is a consonant mutation in the ya ja form of the non past. And it's the consonant mutation we see in verbs like gatovitz or lubitz or kupitz, second conjugation verbs in which the stem ends in a labial. A labial is a sound that you say with both your lips. Uh, so b, p, Things like that, and so with second conjugation verbs, if the stem ends in a labial, we add an L to the ya form. So postupit becomes postuplu with an L. And then separately from that, we also have the stress shift again, where the stress shifts one syllable to the front of the verb uh, in all the forms other than the ya form in the non past. So we have ya plu with the stress on the end, just like it is in the infinitive, but then the pastupish on pastupim vi postupita ani And because the stem ends in a labial, not in a velar or a husher, the eight letter spelling rule is not in effect, and so we add you and ya. The next set of verbs are from a uh, rather challenging class of verbs. These are these STI verbs. And anytime you see a verb that has an infinitive ending in STI, you know that it requires some special attention. So RASTI, resti is to grow or to grow up. And it's intransitive, so you would often say something like where you grew up, but you can't grow up something. You can't have a direct object. You have to indicate location or time period or something like that. And so this aspectual pair is formed by adding the prefix V to the imperfective to make the perfective. And this is another common way of forming an aspectual pair. You just add a prefix to the imperfective to make your perfective. And this particular verb or this particular pair has a funny vowel mutation in the past tense. So the A that's in the infinitive uh, changes to O in the past tense. And we're just going to worry about the past tense of these verbs right now because that's how they're most commonly used. And so RASTI, to grow, um, becomes ROS, ON ROS, ANA ROSLA, оно росло ВЫРОСТИ, note again that the i in the prefix must bear stress in every form, becomes ВЫРОС, ВЫРОСЛА, ВЫРОСЛА, ВЫРОСЛИ. And again, you're most likely to use it in the forms of ВЫРОС or ВЫРОСЛА or And then our last verb is radica, which is the perfective, And you're almost always going to use this in the perfective because normally we talk about being born just one time as a completed action. Uh, And radica is a reflexive verb and is therefore intransitive. Remember that all reflexive verbs are intransitive. They cannot take a direct object. So you're almost always going to talk about when or where you were born. And somewhat unusually for a second conjugation verb, it has a stress shift in the past tense. So, on radilsa ana radilas, anor radilos, ani radilis. And the other interesting thing about this verb is that it has this reflexive particle. And remember that when we add the reflexive particle uh, sia or sa, it is sia when we add it to a consonant. So, on radilse. But it is when it is added to a vowel. so anlas anora de los radilis. And that's it for this section. I hope you enjoyed it and are able to go on and use these verbs.